Hello, and welcome to the 90s Kids Movie Pod. We are your hosts, Joe. Hello. Stephanie. Hello. And I'm Max. We are three millennials who took A-level media studies, so you know we are highly qualified to talk about films. This is the podcast for children of the 90s. Join us as we re-watch the films that shaped our childhood. Okay, so welcome back, guys, to episode 24 of the 90s Kids Movie Pod. How are you guys doing? Mm. I'm very well, thank you. Good, good, good. How are you, Max? Really good. Uh, And again, just as a bit of a caveat to our listeners, there are... We are recording this on Bonfire Night, so um, there are... (laughs) There may be some uh, fireworks that do... You do hear it in in the background, so I apologise in advance for that. (laughs) Um, But otherwise... um, this week we're talking about a film that's dear to Joe's heart. Um, oh, yeah. We, yeah, I don't know to start with this film. No. <laughs> if I've picked it, where do we not? Just done, just, just done one of Joe's. I know. Um, yeah, I know, because Joe's, I think it's just because like Joe's really lived with you for, for a while, it's don't It's true, I do, I do pick the best ones, you're right, I do, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you do pick the most memorable ones, definitely. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I'll, I'll let Joe uh, give the introduction to the movie that um, we're going to be talking about this week. So, Rush Hour is the... Uh, the hang on, what year is it? 1998. Ah, 1998. Yes, trivia queen. I've got you. I've so got you. <laughs> <laughs> Fell at the first hurdle. Okay, Rush Hour is the 1998 uh, comedy, kind of comedy action film. Uh, starring Jackie Chan and Chris Tucker, who are two cops paired together to solve the case of a Chinese ambassador's missing daughter. And uh, it's fantastic. And it, 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 isn't it great that it sounds... And that's yeah, it. That's, that's what you need to know. <laughs> yeah. and, and the fireworks are telling the rest of the story. Yeah, why shouldn't they? You know, it's one of them. Yeah. Very, very short podcast. Yeah. <laughs> that's, yeah. That's it, guys. Great film. <laughs> Cracking. Uh, see you next week. Uh, we're going to be reviewing Rush Hour 2. Uh. <laughs> so what, when you, when you uh, chose this film or decided to choose this film, or when you rewatched this film, where does it cast your mind back to? Like, what, what, age, um, like what age were you when you maybe first watched this? Um, I'm not sure. Uh, I, I, I wasn't eight. So it, when this came out, I would have been eight, and I wasn't eight. Uh, I was a bit older. I think maybe like 11, 12, maybe. I'm not quite sure where I first saw it. Um, but it's, it just it reminds me of being kind of a teenager, actually. More than often than not, like, I feel like I've re-watched this film kind of like maybe 14, 15 years old a lot, you know. And then even later, like, if I think of Rush Hour, I even think of, like, recently watching it with, like, friends and stuff. Like, I'm pretty sure we've seen it together, Max. Like, this is maybe one of the films where we've been together and watched Rush Hour at, like, in, like the back of a car at a McDonald's car park. <laughs> like, just I laughing. think we watched it in, like, Amsterdam or something. <laughs> yeah, I'm not really sure, did. but it does. I think we did. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I know what you mean. Because yeah. this film is, it just goes through the ages without aging badly. It is just a classic. That's my view, you know. Uh, it's it's great. It's just, every joke pretty much lands the same as it did in 98. And it's, uh, <laughs> there's, you know, there's nothing bad about it. What about you, Steph? <laughs> <laughs> there's nothing bad about yeah. it. What about you, Steph? <laughs> right. <laughs> no great. pressure, pressure. <laughs> 
You'll be pleased to know that I do really enjoy this ah, film. Ah, fantastic. This is, yeah. Who Who's not going to love Jackie Chan? I mean, he's just the most lovable yeah. um, guy out there. Um, yeah. I think that I first saw this film when I was probably a similar age to you, Joe, mm. maybe about 11 or 12. Um, didn't go to the cinema to see it. Would have only been seven. Probably not appropriate for a seven-year-old. Um <laughs> But it's one of those films that is often on television. Yeah. It's, it just, you seem to catch it a lot. I think it's been one of those films where it's just on and you watch it. I definitely was getting a little bit confused with what happens in Rush Hour 2 mm. and Rush Hour 1. Mm. Um, I, couldn't, I couldn't remember what happens in, in which one. Yeah. But when I rewatched it this time, I enjoyed every moment of it. It's, yeah, it's still really funny. Yeah. It made me laugh out loud quite a few times. Yeah. Um, always super impressed with um, Jackie Chan's action. It's just he's so he's just amazing. Yeah, he is. Isn't he? I, I love um, I love his uh, yeah how graceful he is as well. Um, so yeah, it brought back very nice memories of kind of sitting you know and and just watching this on the telly as and when it's on. Mm. What about you, Max? Yeah, so I think um, so. I, I I do love this film. <laughs> If that wasn't apparent uh, uh, at the beginning, I, I I really love this film. It does remind me a bit, like Joe said, of being a teenager. Um, yeah. But I I do remember, and I for some reason it reminds me of my brother, and I think it's because it's one of those films that like me and my brother would watch together. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I distinctively remember this film because we had it on video. Um, I'm pretty sure DVDs were around at this time or like after it came out, for instance. But yeah, I remember having it on video because I remember us like hitting the rewind button on certain jokes and then like playing it like honestly that's yeah, yeah. the i sound like such an old guy but like i i remember vividly like certain certain scenes i was like yeah i remember hitting like stop and then rewind and then like playing the joke again and like bursting out laughing with my brother so um yeah it it, it honestly does hold quite a dear place in my heart um and like you you said i think that um yeah, every joke lands as well as it did in 1998. It really yeah. does. Um, even though I think, you know, what I was thinking after I watched this film, I did think to myself, actually, I think I asked myself before I watched this film, I was like, could this have been made like today? Yeah. Or is it, or is it maybe a bit too, too touchy in terms of like being like, like having like that much banter between like race relations, yeah. essentially. I know what you're going to say. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I think that, like, but I, at the same time, there was nothing that I thought was really offensive. I just no. think that if it was made today, they would have just made, it would have been a lot safer. Like, the jokes would yeah, have been a hell of a lot safer. Yeah. There's, a lot, there's a lot of, like, throughout the whole franchise, the, the three movies in Rush Hour, there's this very rather charming back and forth between Chris Tucker and Jackie Chan, but they spare no expense digging into each other and, like, racial stereotypes and that kind of thing. Um, I think you're right. I think it probably wouldn't make the cut today. But at the same time, I have to say, I just found it completely hilarious all the way through. You know, there's no, there's nothing that I'd be like, oh, that you know, that's aged poorly. I mean, no, 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 not like like when we rewatched Big Daddy as part of this podcast. Yeah, I think yeah, yeah. I was really worried. I was re really worried that I'd come across a joke like that and then be like, oh no, don't ruin it for me. But yeah, yeah. Um, yeah there was nothing like that. I, I actually, I just found it really, really hilarious like you did. Yeah. I mean, it's the kind of... I don't know. I think there's maybe a couple. <laughs> that... <laughs> Sorry. 
sorry. She's pulling out a notepad. She's like, I think yeah. there's just a couple. I think you'll find uh, the trivia queen has a few notes. Um... Which... Do you want to hear my thoughts on that? Yeah. No. <laughs> oh, it's been a long week for Steph. <laughs> Go on, hit us with it. What, what, what were you... Uh... No, it's just, there's the scene where um, Chris Tucker and Jackie Chan go um, to visit, um, Chris Tucker's character is, what's his name, Carter? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Agent James Carter. They go and visit. Yes. Yeah, they go and visit Carter's cousin and they're in that um, bar and there's, like, he walks in and he's, like, talking to, he just says to, I think he says to Jackie Chan, like, copy everything I do. And, oh, um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah! Yeah, no, I forgot yeah. about that. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to say everyone. It. Everyone um, that's watched the film knows exactly what you're talking about now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They will. Yeah. Um, so um, I wasn't sure about that bit and how appropriate that. Yeah, that is. Do you know? Do you know what though? I have to say, I think that that was controversial. Like, I I think that would have been controversial for the time. Like, uh, yeah, do you know what I mean? Like a white or an Asian guy saying it. I think that type of joke is even slightly made in. I don't know if you guys have seen it. Like, white men can't jump. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That movie from like the really late eighties with 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 Wesley Wesley Snipes. Yeah. Um, with Woody Woody Allen in. I think Mm. he makes something like a joke, similar joke to that. Um, I'm absolutely not justifying it, but I think that I think the only thing I would say is that I think at the time that was a pretty controversial joke and i think the only reason why he semi gets away with it is because it's jackie chan um <laughs> who speaks who's, who was like learning english at the time wasn't he yeah, so yeah, yeah. um mm. i think that's maybe the only reason why it made the cut because i think even for 1998 that was still a bit oof. but yeah, oh, yeah. it's still yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah but no i completely forgot about that scene to be set first <laughs> yeah i remember watching it this time and thinking oh didn't know that happened yeah that, uh, <laughs> That's weird. Yeah, it's a little bit cringe. <laughs> yeah, yeah but, I know what you um, mean. But then uh, I still laughed. So I don't know. What does that say? I'm obviously, you know, yeah. I know. I, it, but I think it's it's maybe because it relates back to us watching it as kids. And yeah. I did just laugh as much as I did it as a kid. I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's so much stuff I was, that's just like, even though I knew what was coming with this film, I was still laughing out loud. Yeah. 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 What did you guys think to um, the, well, I guess, um, okay, just a question for both of you. What did you guys think of um, the female cop that, that, that um, plays the undercover, well, she plays like an undercover agent for, I think, Secret Service, is it? Not the Secret Service, sorry. The, She's the bomb, what is, the name the, is, is she not in the bomb disposal unit in LAPD or something, no? Yeah, yeah. Are you thinking of the second movie, Max? <laughs> I think you are. Am I thinking of the second? Do you know why she's I think it is? Is because is no, 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 she's, she's not. not undercover. Do you know why? I think it's because I watched number two straight after oh, I watched you number see, one. I knew this would happen. Um, I specifically, yeah. and then I watched number three. Oh, mate! <laughs> oh my God. I specifically did not watch number two because I knew I'd do the same thing. All in the same night? No, not in the same night. But um, uh, I think I'm doing what I did with the mummy, and just I'm thinking of scenes that yeah. are in number two, aren't I? I'm sorry. Is there this... isn't a woman that the woman that I'm describing isn't in this film. <laughs> oh, but um, oh, brilliant! So sorry about that. But yeah, I did. I did like that character anyway. Yeah. But the 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 woman that is in this film, she's um, also great. Elizabeth Penner. Yeah. She's yeah. She plays uh, the bomb disposal um, mm. woman, and um, 
I was like, I really recognise her and recognise her voice. Yeah. And do you know where I know her from? Um, she plays Gloria's mom on Modern Family. Does she? No. She's like, oh, yeah. Serious? Oh her my god. Yeah, yeah. She doesn't seem old enough. Yeah, she. No, I know that's what I thought. She doesn't look. She looks very different. Oh. Um, for saying, yeah, it was probably only like less than 20 years later. She looks yeah. very different, but she's really funny. I've also found, so I just looking at her IMDb page because I'm so prepared. Um, I also found out that she's, she voiced the character in The Incredibles. So oh. she voiced the character of Mirage in The Incredibles, who is the evil little guy's assistant. Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah, with the like white hair. Yeah, with the white hair. Yeah. No uh, way. Yeah. I wouldn't put those two, two together really, but no. um, she has got quite a distinctive voice. So I think she probably does a lot of yeah. voiceovers. Yeah, that's fair yeah. enough. Yeah, yeah. A, a bit, yeah, she was really good. A bit mm. of trivia, not to steal Steph's crown, um, <gasps> but um, <laughs> it's not. It was. I was going to ask you guys this, but I think you would have found this trivia anyway. Um, mm. And even if you didn't find this trivia, I think you can probably guess. So, <laughs> who would you? Who do you think that before Chris Tucker they they considered for this role? And I think you're, you're, you're going to... Yeah. Yeah. Like, if you don't know, I'm guessing you do know. But yeah. Well, there's, I've actually got two in my head. Yeah. Um, who are, like, really obvious. Uh, Chris Rock and Eddie Murphy. Because of, of the time, they were both really big comedians, you know, in films. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you just guess because I actually know. Oh, right. <laughs> Surprise. Oh, okay. <laughs> of course you do. Of course I, had you this, do. Uh, I had this bit of trivia up my sleeve and you've... you've dethroned me Max. oh i'm so sorry i'm so so chris rock wasn't one of the guys <laughs> <from this head. laughs> but um but eddie murphy was one of them joe um ah, okay and then the others that um do just make sense because it was 1998 were martin lawrence uh oh, will smith yeah. oh will smith oh of course and dave chappelle <laughs> <laughs> oh, Dave Chappelle, but, really? Yeah, but Dave Chappelle was humongous in the late 90s. Um, so so I, when the I, Chappelle yeah. show was really kind of... Yeah, I, right, okay. I, think so. I think that aired in like 96, maybe 97. So yeah, I ah, think okay. so. Um, but I, I, I know we always say this about these characters, but I can't imagine this film if it wasn't... Do uh, uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. That's just That's just my opinion. If it wasn't done by um, Chris, Chris Tucker... So, yeah. Was this one of his first films? Because he seems really young in this. Like, mm. looking back, I didn't realise um, how young he looked. It, it wasn't one of his first ones because he was in The the Fifth Element uh, the year before. Oh, oh, he was incredible in The Fifth Element. Yeah, yeah. he was. I just remember his hair in The Fifth Element. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. And the incredible dresses and stuff. Yeah, amazing. Yeah. But I do know before this, he was on um, like a quite, quite a big comedy comedy show in, in America um, that did uh, like mainly black comedy called Deaf Comedy Jam. And if you oh, ever wanted yeah. to see, yeah, if you ever want to see some of Chris's earlier work, just just search on YouTube for like Chris Tucker Deaf Comedy Jam, and you'll see how popular he was before he broke into becoming an actor. Um, nice. Uh, but he his his stand up shows were absolutely incredible. Um, and he was so young, it's like so incredibly young mm. when he did them as well. So it was a natural fit going into that because a lot of mm. the, a lot of the stand up that he did, he'd play characters and he and he played them like extremely well. It wasn't just mm. like jokes and puns, if that makes sense. And you thought, yeah. I remember, you know, you could just go look back and think, yeah, he could be an actor, you know. So I guess it was just a natural pro- progression. Yeah. 
I don't know whether to trust your stand-up comedy recommendations <laughs> after you told us that Bruce Willis was a stand-up comedian. Oh, I, I've had so I've, I've had two friends, two different friends. They're not imaginary friends, I promise. Come up to me and say, "I listened to that episode, and I heard that trivia too, but I can't back it up." What are their names, Max? <laughs> <laughs> so Ashton, Ashton Marriott, shout out to Ashton. Um and then also my friend Max who listens to the pod. Hello Max. Um but at the same time, like I if you if you Google it, like there's no evidence to support it. So I can't <laughs> I, I, I honestly can't back that up. But I'm telling you, it's it's somewhere in the back of my head and I don't know why. You were obviously watching the same kind of programme, all three of you, and no one else has ever seen it. I know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, um, so yeah. I don't think that's going to clear it with the trivia queen. I'm, I'm sorry. It's not. She, she looks quite I need some hardcore evidence. If it's know. not on IMDb, then uh, I'm, I'm not buying it. <laughs> I'm going to write it myself on IMDb. Yeah. The viewers um, can't tell because this is just an audio podcast, not a video one, but Steph has just put a thumbs down and someone is carrying Max off as we speak. <laughs> Save me. <laughs> <laughs> I have actually got a really good piece of trivia. Oh, well, cue the jingle. You shall have a trivia queen. So, um, interestingly, Rush Hour was the catalyst for the creation of Rotten Tomatoes. Really? Wow. Mm-hmm. So basically, the website's founder, Sen Dong, or Dong, sorry. Dong? The, um, Dong, <laughs> Dong. <laughs> Let's not make fun of people's names. <laughs> Sen Zhuang. Sounds like another type uh, of website, but yeah, let's go. <laughs> uh, he was a big Jack- Jackie Chan fan, and um, he was inspired to create the website after collecting all the reviews of Jackie Chan's Hong Kong action films um, as they were being released o- uh, throughout the United States. And in anticipation of Rush Hour, which was uh, Jackie Chan's first major Hollywood crossover, uh, he coded the website in two weeks and the site went live just before the film did. Wow. There you go. And so, yeah, that's uh, the inspiration for Rotten Tomatoes. Wow. We have a lot to thank because this podcast would be non-existent without it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And if you're interested in uh, the, the Rotten Tomatoes score, it got an average, um, I think it was 60% or 6 out of 10 um, score for this, which I think is a bit low. Yeah. I, I do think this film um, probably deserves a slightly higher mm. rating. And actually on IMDb, it's 7 out of 10. So It's all the Bruce Willis fans saying we wanted our boy Bruce in it, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> He's a comedy genius. Why is he not in it? <laughs> oh, it's just me posting that, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Interestingly, though, Bruce Willis and um, Chris Tucker are both in The Fifth Element. Yes, hey. they are. Well. I'm Whoa. wondering if there's... Maybe you were getting confused, Max. Maybe <laughs> you were watching a documentary about Chris Tucker. <laughs> <laughs> there is a conspiracy oh. started. I'm going to send an email to Bruce. Bruce.willis at gmail.com. And... I'm pretty sure that he's going to respond and say, yes, Max, this was my comedy show. Here's a link to it. I'll send you a private video. And so I'm going to gather my evidence and I'm going to come back to you, Steph, with, um, with everything I have. Okay. All right. I look forward to it. Yeah. Bruce, if you're listening, and I know you are, uh, I look forward to hearing your reply. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh gosh, I wish I hadn't said that. But yeah, no. To be, <laughs> I, I I haven't ever watched uh, the Fifth Element. I've watched bits of the Fifth you Element. You are joking? No, is... but I I get the impression that's, that that's a that's a Joe film. Oh, it's on my list. Yeah, is because it? I did yeah. I did watch this uh, as well as a kid. So yeah, that'll be coming. Do not worry. Yeah, I just Bruce, remember if you're listening, it's coming. It's coming, boy. You hang on in there. <laughs> we'll get to you. <laughs> I think The Fifth Element was like a 15 and I think because of that I, I didn't watch it I wasn't allowed to watch it but I always wanted uh, to because like the clips I saw just looked so cool I was like oh my mm, gosh but mm. yeah yeah it's fantastic we'll get to that at some yeah. point definitely yeah but speaking of um, speaking of Jackie Chan I don't know if any of you guys saw his filmography in doing the research for this film I always I always um, find it amazing um uh, actors like Jet Li and Jackie Chan because they re- before they really broke into Hollywood a lot of people don't know that in Chinese film they made so many films before mm. before they kind of broke in into Hollywood so I mean the only thing that they had to learn really was just English but they had action moves and like acting in general just nailed down um, but I don't know the exact number but like Jet Jet Li and Jackie Chan, like, sorry, I mean, we'll talk about Jackie Chan now because it's Jackie Chan film, but J- Jackie Chan had appeared in so, like tons of films before really? before this one, really, yeah. Yeah, he, he actually says that he he doesn't really like Rush Hour that much. Oh. Um, there's a quote from him that says um, he doesn't like the movie, he still doesn't, he didn't like the movie and he still doesn't really like the movie um, <laughs> because yeah. in, in, the, in his Hong Kong movies, there's a lot more fight scenes. Um, mm. So, well, it's yeah, a shame you I did think... two sequels then, Jackie. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, wasn't complaining that much. No. Yeah. yeah, he's not complaining too much. Sat in his mansion, no, reaping the rewards. He's doing all right. Not, not to bring up number two again, but I do feel like there's a tiny bit more action in number two. So maybe that's the one of the, one of the things that he he said. Yeah, he, he, yeah. No, number number one is fantastic. Uh, and it's the first one I guess we've all seen, but I, I, I kind of was watching it going, oh, but when do they do this? And in my head, I'm thinking that maybe two is just has a bit more kind of action and comedy. I don't know if it's longer, but it seems to have a lot more quality in there. So I don't know. I don't know. It doesn't have Chris Tucker blowing up a car and doing a dance. That's that's doesn't have that. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, Did either of you, when we were growing up, watch the Jackie Chan cartoon? Oh my god! That was on like Jackie kids' Chan breakfast cartoon. TV. This yeah, I did. It was like Jackie Chan Adventures. Oh, yeah. Jackie Chan Adventures. Um, he had like grandpa and his like little niece, and maybe another character that was like a sumo. Yeah. And I can't oh. really remember what happened, but it, he'd, he'd be running and he'd be like, "Bad day, bad day, bad day." <gasps> <laughs> that that has suddenly. Yeah, I, it's oh, unlocked a memory for oof, you. Oof, I've got a mad headache going on now. Things are happening. <laughs> yeah, I have to check check that out. That's, that rings a bell. I definitely did watch that. I miss kids uh, Saturday morning t- uh, cartoons. They were the best, weren't they? Oh, just getting yeah. up at like knob at o'clock, going downstairs, trying not to wake everyone up, and whacking Cartoon Network on, and just you know completely zoning out. You know. Yeah, for like two hours. It was fun, yeah, wasn't it? which felt like a lifetime. Oh. <laughs> can't go back I did think that um, one of the things it did really well is I think any time that a film set in, in, a, in a city like New York or LA I always kind of say to myself have they shown it have they really brought out like the city as a character 
Um, and I do think that they actually did um, on, a, on a few occasions. Like they went to Chinatown. There was... Um, wait a minute. I'm definitely talking about the number one, aren't I? <laughs> they, they definitely went to Chinatown, didn't they? They did go to Chinatown. Yes. Yeah, they did. And they're eating the, okay. uh, the eel and the camel's hump. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. Like, I don't know what you thought, but like, I thought a lot of the action sequences, I did, you kind of get a vibe of LA and it does feel like a distinctive uh, yeah. city. Um, yeah. more than any other city like I always think that um, what, it's really hard like as a film director or like a producer or just as a team like when you're setting it in a city to kind of make it feel like this is LA uh, as opposed to it, this mm. could have been shot anywhere if that makes sense mm. so I think mm. that's probably why they chose those type of hotspots yeah definitely yeah, yeah, it makes yeah. Sense. I also it also made me want to try uh, Camel's Hump Sorry oh, to me too. <laughs> I've always wanted to try it. Yeah. Every time I see the film, but then I never, ever order it. Um, I've never even seen it on a menu, to be fair, but if it, if it is on the menu, I would honestly be like, oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It. You're joking, be... right? No, You're joking. I, I, no, I, try I, I try it. Eel, eel is fantastic. Anyone that's yeah. not had eel, whoa. So, I don't know. I mean, I'd like to try camel something. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not convinced. Yeah. Joe jo and I, Joe and I, for a couple of years, spent spent our like our entire wage on sushi yeah. for a very long time. Yeah, we had a lot of so eel. Oh, we had a lot of different things. It, so yeah. I think I'd try. I think I would try it. As shameful yeah. as that sounds, um, absolutely. Yeah, I think I would. Yeah. Steph I mean, what's there. the difference? I mean, we eat chicken or you know, what's the difference between killing a you know a pig and a camel? It's all it's all bad, isn't it? You know what I mean? Just you know. But isn't a camel's hump mainly just fat? I, I don't know. I thought it was mainly water, <laughs> so it shows what I know. <laughs> There's only one way to find out, Steph. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, well. yeah. I'm showing my limited knowledge of animals, but I'm pretty sure that a uh, camel hump is, is mainly just fat and water. Yeah, you yeah. can tell that's not an IMDb, can't you? Because we don't have a fucking clue. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I guess it's a bit like of like a delicatessen, like like pork belly. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I think people that don't know British food or never eaten British food would be like pork belly. You eat pork's belly. That doesn't make any yeah. sense. So, pork scratchings, yeah. black pudding. Are you yeah, fucking kidding? Yeah, it's just another one of those things, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We've just turned into a a, a foodie podcast. <laughs> 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 We've made the transition. Yeah, sorry. Um, but yeah, I was going to ask Steph, was this, so this wasn't the first time you've seen this, but when was the first, were you like a teenager the first time you saw this? Uh, no, so uh, like I said before, Max, glad you were paying attention to me. Um, <laughs> watched it when I was about. <laughs> I had that on my list. It's of been things. a long week. It has been a long week to be fair. I had that on my list of things to ask people and I didn't check you off, so I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Just keep past that. Oh, mate. Oh, sorry. <laughs> what a brilliant job at hosting you're doing, my friend. I know. Well, you're the host. You're doing very well, Max. Yeah, you're meant to host this episode, Joe. <laughs> but Max knows you've not done the research. I can tell you now that I did... No research for this film. I did nothing. My research has been watching this film on repeat for 20 years. I didn't Google a goddamn thing and it's showing. <laughs> Everyone knows it. 
Uh, I did find, I did think that like, even though I've watched this for like a hundred million times, I think there'd definitely been like a gap um, of maybe like a couple of years since, since I'd watched this. So I did have this really stupid feeling of, you know, when the evil British guy turns out to be the evil British guy, I was, yeah. I was like, oh. you shot. <laughs> <laughs> even though I was like, Max, you know this, like, you know this. Yeah. <laughs> um, but when it happened, That's I was That's how like, good the filmmaking is. It really, I, it uh, really yeah, lures yeah. you in and you, you don't see it coming. Expert filmmaking. So always really the British is. guy. If he's not got glasses and carrying all the bags of everyone else, he's definitely going to be the evil guy at the end. Always, always. But what is the name of what is the name of that evil British guy? Because I feel like he's just one of those British guys that's in a lot of period dramas. Or am I just making that up? Am I confusing him? With no, no. Um, it's Tom. He's the actor is called Tom Wilkinson, and he is in The Full Monty. He's in uh, Shakespeare in Love. He's in Sense and Sensibility. So yeah, a few different period period films. Um, but yeah. So that's why you'll you'll recognise him because I think you said you watched Shakespeare in Love quite recently. So I think that's that's what it is. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. But yeah, he's classic British bad Mm. guy in this movie. Yeah. Um, And yeah, I always sort of like, I always cringe at the end where they're like climbing up the um, the scaffolding sort of structure Mm. in the. Um, art gallery that they're in, and um, <laughs> and he lets all the money go, and uh, he's got the money in a in a briefcase, and it all flies flies out, all the seventy million dollars. Yeah. It's like no, um, and yeah, I don't really know why he's decided to climb up to the top of the building. Um, it's a bad move, wasn't it? It was a bad move. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Always makes me feel a bit funny because I'm scared of heights. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that was a bit awkward. I think that scene hit millennials hard, didn't it? You know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're never going to have that much money in our lives. <laughs> I tell you one thing that I absolutely love about this film, and I wish more films did it, is um, all of the bloopers that you get at the end of the movie. Oh, they're the best. Like I feel like bit. that used to be such. A, yeah. a thing with like 90s mm. and early 2000s movies where they would just show the actors like having a really good time and making yeah. everyone laugh and yeah I think that's like one of my favourite parts of the film is just seeing all the all the bloopers at the end over the credits yeah definitely oh, it's, it's so funny yeah I think my, I think my favourite one is you know the two cops where they're like show me your hands but he goes like show me your ass <laughs> yeah. he's like show me your ass <laughs> Um, every time that gets me yeah so but I thought the same as you Steph like they don't do that enough now I'm tr- <laughs> it's, it's... I'm just thinking about it again. <laughs> oh it's great yeah I was trying to think of other 90s films that did it and I think it's not really a 90s film but I think there was another film that did it well and I'm pretty sure it's um, I don't know if you guys have seen it you know Cheaper by the Dozen oh I've not seen it oh gosh no, I would say I was tempted to say you've got to watch this. Don't. It's not. It's like oh, a, it's, it's like a. Re- that, it's like, I think I have seen actually. Is that the um, Steve Martin? Oh, Steve Martin, and they've got like you know a billion kids, and you know, yeah, it's all. Yeah, I, do, yeah. I think I think I was too old for those. I think they might be a two thousand film because I remember being like, oh, I'm too yeah. old for this now. I'm watching the yeah. Fifth Element, and you know, 
James Bond. <laughs> you, you moved Probably on. cheaper by the dozen. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you the oh. film that I think does it really well, and it's but it's totally manufactured as well, which is even more funny, is um, they have a load of bloopers at the end of Toy Story 2. And, yeah, they do. Um, yeah, I just I always think that's really funny. Those those scenes really yeah. laugh. Um, They're really good, aren't they? Yeah, and um, Bugs Life as well did that. That was yeah, like, yeah, yeah, a lot of the Pixar yeah. films. Yeah. yeah, man, I love Pixar. Fucking can't can't beat it. <laughs> you need to bring it back. Yeah, I like those. Bring I back know. the blue. I'm surprised. I'm actually surprised that we've made it to episode uh, 24 and not had a Pixar film. I bet it's coming. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Maybe. Yeah, we've not really chosen any of the classic Disney movies yet. I've been sort of purposefully not choosing them for mine. Yeah. Like, I was, you know, hardcore Disney um, child, like, grew up watching pretty much all of them. Mm. Um, But for some reason, yeah, I've just not not straight strayed that way yet especially after you suggested land before time wanted to slip my wrists <laughs> <laughs> yeah for the first um, animated movie i probably could have chosen a <laughs> uh, a better one but hey i like it is it, what Steph. it is I, it's dear to my heart don't let joe change your mind all right it's a good <sighs> film why would you ever yeah, watch that when you yeah. can watch rush hour one and two man i just don't get it right <laughs> come on Get out of here. Well, whose turn is it to uh, pick this week? It's it's not me. It's me. Must, must be Maxwell. Yeah. Yeah. I'd, so I have a film that I want to choose. Then I have a film that I've never seen before. But it's, I know it's, it's like a massive cult 90s following. Interesting. <sighs> so I don't know what to go with. Um, Which way is he going to go? Ooh. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with a film that I haven't seen before. That I'm <gasps> guessing you guys have. Um, so, <laughs> what if none of us have seen this film? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I think it, we've mentioned it before on the podcast. Um, so, but again, it's one of those films where everyone in in my primary school had seen this film, and I just hadn't, like, for for whatever reason. So, um, the film I think, well, the film I want us to watch for next week is. Sorry. <laughs> Oh, the fireworks Sorry, are adding that? a sense of tension, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. I know. Sorry, it's like a drum roll. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. So the if film the I want to choose. Yeah. <laughs> um, so the film I want to uh, choose for next week um, is the Mighty Ducks. The Mighty Ducks. I have not seen this movie. I can okay. guarantee I've never seen this film. Really? Oh, yeah. wow. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. I, I just. I just. I only know it's about ice hockey. Yeah. Oh, um, I thought it was a cartoon. <laughs> you were thinking of DuckTales. Yeah, I think I'm thinking of some duck thing. I don't know what I'm thinking of. That's, uh, that's as much as I know about it, Steph, as well. It's, it's, um, uh, it's about ice hockey. And I know it was really popular in the 90s and every kid in my primary school had seen it. And it was just one of those things, like The Simpsons, that I was like, oh, yeah, 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 that sounds great. So I just want to know if it's as cheesy as i'm expecting it to be it's a disney movie so it's on it's on disney plus um mm. and yeah um, i'm interested to see see how it stands up i yeah. someone told me it's basically it's like it's it's got the same type of acting as free willy and i don't know what to make of that oh so there's a whale in this one <laughs> 
<laughs> but I think they said that is because I'm guessing, well, it's a youth hockey team, isn't it? So I'm guessing there's a lot of child actors in it and blah, blah, blah. Oh, so, right. Um, oh, yeah. fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> but this, this is cool because this is the first film that like none of us have seen before, right? So yeah. It'll be cool, yeah. This is going to be... Because obviously with Free Willy, we've seen it... That kind of child acting, you've seen it before, so you can kind of get past it almost. Whereas with this, we might just fucking hate it. I know. (laughs) Seriously, that could very well happen. Um, Yeah, I'm going to try and watch it and think to myself, would I like this as as like a five-year-old Max? Yeah. Um, So yeah, I'm excited. Okay, sounds good. (laughs) All right then. Great, looking forward to it. Yeah, definitely. All right, I'll see you guys next week. See you next week. See you next week. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Bye. Thank you for listening to the 90s Kids Movie Pod. If you like what you heard, then don't forget to subscribe. And if you really like what you heard, then why not leave us a review? You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at 90s Kids Movie Pod and let us know which movies you grew up watching.